Alternative Radio. Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this yeah podcast is uh well it's it's rather suiting actually. It's the Nefarious Smiths, the Nefarious Smiths Trouble in Tijuana, to be precise. Over on Kickstarter now. Do not miss out on this this, <laughs> this incredibly, incredibly fun book. If you don't know who the Nefarious Smiths are, well, they're uh, they're they're, they're Canada, Canada's craziest. Uh, well, I don't know, family of villains. Uh, they're they're a whole lot of fun, man. It's 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 like the Fantastic Four, evil. Uh, oh man, I've I've been following this this uh, the series and Doug the creator and um, the, this, the the Smiths family for well I don't know so the, the duration of the podcast now like well over two years and now back on Kickstarter for this incredibly fun one shot and I could say that because I saint it so head on over to Kickstarter now search the Nefarious Smiths Trouble in Tijuana. And uh, back this book while there's still time. Oh, man, you're not. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Now, uh, once again, proudly brought to you by uh, Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne. Why am I singing? It's because I'm happy. I'm happy. It's the 313th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast. It is a creator corner, and the creator that I cornered on this here episode is, uh, oh, it's, it's Doug. It's Doug. That's all you need to know. Uh, my boy Doug, the creator of The Nefarious Smiths. Doug was one of the very first guests on this podcast. Um, a friend at this point, and not even necessarily just a friend of the show, you know? Uh, he and I, we've, we, we've, I don't know, I mean, from a distance, he's way out in Red Deer, and I'm down here in Golden, Colorado, but, uh, yeah, he's a good guy, man, hell of a guy, and I'm happy, I'm so happy to have him back, I'm so happy that he's, uh, taken to Kickstarter again, expanded his audience, and, uh, yeah, man, I'm, this, this guy, this fucking guy, let me tell you. You know what? I'll let him tell you. Uh, <laughs> that's the point of these here interviews, right? So, uh, honestly, I'm not going to stall anymore, man. I had a hell of a time talking to my boy, Doug. 
And um, now you're going to listen to that. So um, without any further ado, I bring to you Doug. All right. Welcome back, Doug. How are you, man? Oh, very good. Uh, that's, that's, uh, main time for you for sure <laughs> uh yeah i appreciate that man I, I really do you know um you were you were one of the very first guests i want to say within the within the first five no doubt i, I have oh, like yeah, we, three we in my head but close to the start i think yeah yeah man and that says a lot for you know you know to be back here uh, over two years later you know i mean your your comic book has since progressed you're not here trying to push issue two right now two years later man well, i don't uh, even think we, we didn't even have a full issue the first time we talked to you it was like hey man can you review our first half a book and it was like sure <laughs> so yeah like, man I, I remember like the i went to this website and all the pages were backwards and I'm like, what am I? Hold on, is this like Tarantino? What's going on here, man? But I, 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 when I realized what was going on, I read it. I was like, this guy's got to come on the show. This is awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. And uh, I've, I've fallen in love with the Smith since, man. This, this family's the shit. It's, uh, it's still got that Saturday morning cartoon type of vibe, you know, with the with an adult twist. There's definitely some fuckery in there. Uh, it's yeah. ah. Good they're stuff, definitely man. growing on people it's good man at first like every once in a while you're like oh should i even keep doing this and then like i was at work and there's an electrician that works upstairs and he was talking to this lady and as i walked by he's like this is why roboman is never going to beat graceland and he's going off to this lady just like listing all these reasons and i was just like laughing so hard to myself like man motherfucker really cares like, <laughs> like he actually has all these reasons for these characters and it's just like I don't know when you see that as a writer and stuff it's like it's trippy because you're like i'm supposed to find reasons for these characters to care but here's this guy who's just like no man grayson's this way she blah 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 and it's just like man that's cool like, invested man they're invested yeah. in your material that's awesome well i mean it's 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 testament to what i said years ago and i was like dude you have something here you really do people are gonna love this shit and you know i mean uh, from I, I follow you on social media. I'm not sure how social you are, but you know the few posts that you put up, it seems rather successful in Red Deer. You know, yeah, like, no, it's doing pretty good back home. That's pretty sweet. That that was kind of our plan was to put the local city in it a lot because we're yeah. like, there's so many comics out there, and it's like, how do we appeal to some kind? Like this way, we get in all the local shops and stuff like pretty much instantly. They're like pushing it, like, hey, this is about our city, so they. They love that. All the local media loves it. So it was kind of like Stan Lee, how he put New York in it. We're like, well, we got Red Deer. <laughs> exactly, man. And it's smart, too, because, I mean, you go to a concert. You're, you know, they're like, hey, what's up, Cleveland? And all of a sudden, Cleveland erupts. They're like, yeah, we're exactly. Cleveland. We're Cleveland. That's us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that, that, oh, my God. They said us, you know. So when you put that in a comic, you know, Red Deer, how often do you hear, what's up, Red Deer? You know? Well, like, yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's smart marketing, for one. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's cool to kind of create this local uh, celebrity for yourself, you know, in, in a way. It's, it's, oh, yeah, uh, and we're between Edmonton and Calgary, right? Like, the Calgary Comic Con's pretty big. So then we have Edmonton and Calgary, who are just an hour away from Red Deer, so you kind of get them supporting you, too, because they're just like, oh, man, there's a comic from Red Deer. They're just like, we just thought that was like a blip on the highway between Edmonton and Calgary. So right. it, it kind of works out. In Hell, the yeah, man. That's, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's Never so cool. Never local support. <laughs> right? 
right? Yeah. Oh man, it, it's it's crazy how how uh, supportive a, a local community can be, especially in a community that's already you know incredibly potentially supportive with comics. Yeah. You know, you you get you get a following, man. You're you're golden. So um, and it's I'm glad it's, I'm so glad it's working out for you, Doug. Man, this is this is so cool. Yeah, um, climbing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, we 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 talked. We I had a, a half a issue of the Smiths number one, and now here we are. You're you're uh, five issues in with an, an annual, and now you have this this one shot getting ready to happen on Kickstarter, man. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about this journey a little bit before the Kickstarter because I imagine it's. Oh, it's, it had to have been quite the journey. I mean, I've seen several artists uh, uh, pop up and each one just like as mind-blowing or even more so than the last. Like you're you're attracting artistic talent like a son of a bitch, dude. We've been so lucky when it comes to artists. Just I, I don't even know how we keep landing them, but it's, yeah. Um, a big, like uh, Dennis was the first one, but when Dennis came, we actually met our colorist, Edgar. And yeah. Edgar's pretty much, he's helped us find artists. Like, he seems to know everybody in Mexico who can draw. And he's like, you need this kind of artist or this kind of artist? Or how many projects do you want them to have already done? And how do you want them to draw this? And you could just tell him specifics and he'll bring you five guys. And it's so like, cool. Yeah, it's it's an amazing community down there for, like, artists and stuff. And just the way they work together. But uh, after Gilberto, Gilberto's actually coming back now. He's going to be doing issue six because he's done the project that he went to go work on so now the victor's done this book gilberto is coming back but uh when victor came they sent me like a few samples he did like a just a sketch of the family and it was just as soon as i saw it i was like yes this is the style we need for the book like this is what i envisioned from the very start uh, it's i don't know it it's the most saturday morning cartoon definitive style like I see it and I think of Saturday morning. That's, yeah, that's what we've always wanted. Hell yeah, man! Uh, totally, and especially in this uh, this Tijuana issue, man. Like this is this is oh, yeah. gnarly. Like the 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 way the colors pop, everything is just so crispy and um, stylistic in its own way. It's got this real whimsical type of vibe, but there's still some shit going down as well. There is in the fucking <laughs> Smith's book, man. Like there's always some shit going down in the Smith's book. So, uh, no, I, I love it. Grayson's playing with the puppy in the next page, just machetes. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's gnarly. It's so gnarly. Yeah. And like I was telling you, you know, the, I have to let the listeners know I haven't, read this yet because i have this tendency to really want to spoil these kickstarter things when i get privileged with you know complete previews of things before they even launch so i yeah i'm I'm not here to spoil anything like tom yeah, I mean, what's that you like tom holland man <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously man yeah that, that uh like i shouldn't tom be said. allowed to to be uh, uh you know given these uh these these previews for sure if anything take the dialogue out or something yeah. you know <laughs> i actually started doing that a lot with pages then, yeah yeah sending pages because it was like you don't want to spoil too much that's that, I think that's wise. I I, I do. I yeah. do. Um so with w- with this, I mean we've the, the the way your characters have developed through issue 1. I mean, 
the the way they have grown is it's been so awesome to watch. It's like watching a family grow up. It's like watching fucking Modern Family or the Goldbergs or something in comic <laughs> book form. You know, it's it, it, it's cool. It, it really is. You know, it's uh, uh, I, I still kind of in the realms of. I mean, I I know this is kind of based on your family in a bit. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, you guys aren't a bunch of supervillains that I know of. <laughs> you know, um, it's been right in front of us the whole time. Yeah, right? <laughs> Literally told us. Get Nancy Grace on this shit. <laughs> oh, man. Right here in Red Deer. But, um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where'd the most come? unsuspecting of places. <laughs> Um, but I mean, uh, you know, Shelby and, and Grace and all of this, I mean, uh, how, how, how does your family, I mean, I know that they're kind of involved in the making of this comic as well. Um, uh, the, the, Shelby still editing this? Yeah. Yeah. Shelby does. I can't spell very well or I'm bad writer, man. Shelby does all the editing for me. Dude. All right. So I got, I gotta, I gotta give props to Shelby, man. Because yeah. I, like I said, in the first issue when everything was sent to me backwards, I was like, okay, <laughs> there might be some uh, work needed in the editing department. Well, but now fair, this shit. <laughs> she doesn't read comics or read too much. So. Well, I, she's learned, man. That's the thing is like, I really, really want to give praise because this is, Oh, no, I mean, I don't. I I find it flawless now. I mean, I do. I, I I in the in the print version that I have, you know, I have the physical forms. You've been cool enough to send me these from Canada. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, all of the physical copies of this. I think the only one. If I don't ha if I don't have number three, it's hiding somewhere. But um, I, 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 I think yeah, I have all of them. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I ha at one point I had it filed under Smith and I had it filed under Nefarious, so I'm going to have to get a, a system well, going. Yeah, it kind of changed there. Uh, Stan Lee died after issue two, so I threw the Nefarious on there kind of as a tribute because he always had the incredible or the amazing and stuff. So was, Yes. I don't know. That was my own weird way to be like, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know, I, I, I dig the shit out of it, though, man, because, like, the Nefarious Smith, that sounds... It I mean, sounds it, better, it, rolls right? up. Like, it, it, it does. You know, they're up to something, you hear that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Smiths, like, ah, there's tons of Smiths, but these guys are Nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, th and that's that's such a, a a great descriptive word too, man. Like that's that's like a Stan Lee type of yeah, word exactly. Like that was his way of mar like he well, it was something before Marvel, wasn't it? But he was like, I want it to be Marvel now because like I can work with that word. That's like a marketable word. Mm -hmm. so he was like, he was really smart that way. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, it's it's. It once again, I mean, just the, the, the growth of you as a, a writer and a creator and the way you've developed your craft, man. I mean, you're, you're somebody that's not just, I want to make a comic. You, you, you appreciate this. I mean, you're, you, I, like I said, I follow you. There's, there's so many different... You, you appreciate this content on so many different levels. Like you're, I, I, I got to give a props to your, your, your collectability. While I'm thinking about it, man, like you have an incredible uh, way of collecting, like you, you just how you accumulate your books, man. It, once again, it's testament to, to show that you're somebody that understands, you know, the, the history and the, the, you know, the, the value to this industry. You know, you, it's and you, you don't sell books. 
you know you don't collect to just flip them you know uh this is this is you appreciating the industry and i i don't, I don't bring this up just to say hey man this guy's got a lot of cool <laughs> shit uh, I, I i bring it up because I, like i said i follow your social media and i I, mean, I really do appreciate when you're like hey man look i just came home i got a hulk 181 i'm like what oh, what the fuck <laughs> you know like that that first punisher man that was like since childhood yeah, oh. that was just like yes i can't believe i'm holding this book right now like Oh. That was a huge one. And just seeing your excitement through a, a fucking social media post. Once again, it's like this guy creates comics. He gets excited about these books like this. Like there's uh the, the passion hasn't died off. It, you know, you could tell it's not just like, well, I I said I'm do it, now I just got to do it type of thing. <laughs> because a lot of times, you know, people use social media for that. They're like, "Oh, I said it. Now I got to do it." Um, no, you 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 still love this, man. Oh, well, yeah. Um like when I was younger, I loved comics. I think where's oh, I had it sitting here somewhere. This is the first comic I made in the hospital when I was like two or uh, 1992, so I would have been seven. Oh my god! Like I always liked comics, but then like when I turned 18 or 19, I kind of just moved away to the mountains and I was just sort of like a hitchhiker, drifter guy. And it was probably not till my 30s that I started reading comics again and got back into them. Cause by then I had done school and I found a career and I could actually afford them. <laughs> right. like, it's expensive, man. That's, it's that's what it takes is affordability. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I could never get into comics. You know, yeah. as soon as I had a salary, I was like, Oh, I know what I'm buying. Yeah. No, me too. <laughs> I grew up in like a small farm town and everything. So all my comics I always bought were from a gas station. So then I was in my 30s and this comic shop opened up in Red Deer and I was just like, my friend was like, hey, do you go there? And I was like, actually, you know, maybe I will. And I walked in and I was like, man, can I get Spider-Man, I guess? And yeah, just sort of like right from there, the floodgates were just reopened because it was like, uh, I feel like I closed it off for so long. And then it was just like, now it's like, man, you're actually in a place where you can buy the books you want. And it's not like a choice between eating or buying a book. It's a little... Oh, it's a little more fair to the family. Like, mm-hmm. when you have a kid and a wife, you can't really go paycheck to paycheck anymore. You gotta, like, <laughs> stop right. <a> bit. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right about it. And here you are making it all work. You're still managing to find the time and work a full time job and, you know, support your family yeah, and all yeah. of this stuff. It's, it's, it's rewarding, it's... though. And it's crazy how many people who make comics, it really is just a side passion. And they got something else going on on the side. Like, there's a lot of people who. They, they got amazing careers as lawyers or mechanics or they own something and then they just do comics on the side and these are super successful people and you never in the comic industry you never realize that even there they're not making anywhere near what you thought they're just doing it for passion and love and it's it almost makes their book more appealing it's like that's sweet man like I agree. I agree. And I think that's part of the reason why I gravitate towards indie comics and especially like, you know, uh, indie comics that aren't, you know, mass published through Diamond. You know, it's, you know, because I understand the grind of making a comic. It's not easy. It's definitely not cheap. And uh, yeah, man, a lot of people have to, you know, not, it's a lot of people. They don't have good jobs when they make comics. They have oh, shitty God. jobs making comics. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I understand that. You know, like I said, I'm privileged enough to kind of be behind the curtain a little bit. You know, with all these interviews I've done, so I, 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 I get it, and it's just that much more <laughs> validating. You know, to, to the, as these creator or to these creators and like yourself. You know how much you, you really fucking love your craft, man. And it, it shows in your work too, dude. 
Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. We, we try to make every issue better than the last one. <laughs> I, 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 you step it up every time. There's no doubt about it, man. There, there was never a, oh, he's back to this or <laughs> yeah. anything. <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, it's, it's always a game changer, man. Oh, the pages are backwards again. You, no, 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 nothing like that. Oh, I'm going to always give you shit for that because that was, I'm, I'm going to always give you shit for that because I remember like, this was back when I had a co-host and like, uh, even I, I gave it to him. I was like, "Tell me what this is, dude." And he was like, "I don't. What's going on?" <laughs> but when we figured it out, we were like, "Holy shit, this is cool!" And I mean, even even later on, you know, uh, my uh, we had. I think you sent me. I, uh, it was a issue two or something like that, and I had my producer check it out. And, you know, this he had a physical copy to look at, and he was like, holy fuck, man. Like, this was a completely different person. Like, this is cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so it, it... I always thought the jump from issue one to two was just huge. Like, issue two is still probably one of my favorite issues. Maybe just yeah. because issue one was so, like... Because there was only supposed to be one issue, right? We just wanted to see if we could make a comic. So then it, everyone liked... Well, most people liked it, so then... Uh, yeah, the second issue came and we're like, well, what can, what can we all fix? And then, yeah, Dennis and I started talking about the story stuff better and we just tried to fix everything. And like you said, don't send it to you with the pages backwards half complete. It's like this time we're going to be finished. <laughs> this time it's plotted start to finish. But oh, man. I always thought the jump was pretty huge and probably one of the ones I'm most proud of between any two issues. Yeah, well, I... I would say it was probably yeah it was the most significant jump you know I I'll give you that for sure uh, but I mean I I don't want to take anything from issue one uh, yeah. either oh I no mean, exactly you gotta like it's... gotta have respect to where you start right like, remember where oh you totally came from. totally I mean it's it's good stuff like I said before we were talking I was just kind of pre gaming here and I was revisiting issue number one and I was like oh man I I missed this it's like I it's 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 different in you know physical form and you know this is this is this is cool and i really do it's it, the way you print your books man i mean you you have such good quality to your to your comics man it's 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 almost like reading a book you know i don't have to uh, you read them with del you know gloves on worried i'm yeah. gonna, you know the, the, the ink's going to come off on my fingers exactly exactly oh. I mean, you're a comic book reader, so you you, you understand. Yeah, you know? no. want to make uh, something you make what you would want, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something you don't have to cringe if the two year old accidentally gets a hold of it. You know, like no, no. I mean, this this thing stands up. I mean, this is a nice. I mean, it's like cardboard. It's it's it's, it's amazing. Um, so uh, get, getting to go through and actually, you know, revisit these in physical form, um, after a period of time, the, the, the revisibility and reread, uh, visit, yeah, a rereadability, I guess would be probably a better word. It, it, it's so there, man. And for a lot of reasons, a lot of it has to do with the humor. Like I, I love humor in comics and, um, I, I don't, I don't want the readers that haven't, you know, gotten into this yet think that this is a, a, a comedy, because I mean it's it, yes it's got a Saturday morning cartoon type of vibe, but there's also very real. Well, a bullet weight. still kills you, right? Like it's a yes. weird world. It's this weird cartoon world where things still have real consequences. So. Yeah, 
I mean, I remember, uh, I mean, I guess slight spoiler when a ninja slices nut, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, 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 get a, I, I get attached to these fucking characters. Oh, man, man so many people were so mad about that. I was just like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. He's uh, fighting ninjas. What do you think would happen? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you would think by now that. We wouldn't have this, it's just a robot, no one's going to care type of thing with all of the Star Wars that we've had in our lives. But no, man, I mean, we, we, we still love the robots. And when, when, when it, they die or get decapitated, uh, on it the, hurts. On the back of the new issue, I was describing uh, the Smith family and their pet robot, Bolt. And my wife was like, he's not their pet. He's part of their family. You take that out. It's just, and Bolt. And I was like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's like, it's crazy awesome. attachment people get the like, characters so quickly. Yeah, man. But even on the same way, man, there's a few characters who I originally threw in there. And I was like, oh, this guy's dead right away. And then, like, you write a couple issues with him. And it's just like, it's kind of like you're warming up to him and stuff. And this character's like, oh, yeah, no, he definitely needs to stick around because, you know, he wouldn't be dead that easily. And it's just like, it's weird. It's almost, it's like you create them, but then they sort of just take their own path and just sort of, and and people get you know wonder why oh well they killed off wolverine and why he comes back it's because we love them and we want them to come back like that's that's what it is like we're gonna find a way to make yes we're gonna create a compelling story you know with this character and make them die but god damn it like this is why comics are created so we could like resurrect shit yeah (laughs) so yeah uh it's as long as it makes sense in the story it doesn't bother me Exactly. I mean, it can't be just like shoehorned in, and you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like uh, speaking of Wolverine, did you meet that old man Logan for the where they did bring him back, and he just walked through the mist, and then he was back. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's one of the stories that like. There's so many comic stories I remember because they just blew me away. And that one, I was almost like, I reread it because I was like, no, I missed something. Someone cast a spell or something. Or what's going on here? And it's just like, I guess I'm here now. I'm just like, oh. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I, what was in Hunt for Wolverine? Kitty Pride just like phases him out of the adamantium skeleton or something like that. I was like, why did this take years for them to think of? <laughs> like, she does, she does this a lot. Like, this is this is her thing. You know, like the, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it it it's because we needed them back, and they had to figure out a way. Oh yeah, no, they... <laughs> I get it. Um, I get it. I, it's just it's, it's just funny sometimes. It's like, huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, with uh, with Nut, he's a robot, so it's not going to be too hard to explain away his resurrection. <laughs> he comes back. He, 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 you, you fucking fixed him. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> yeah, they're scientists, bro. It's a robot. <laughs> it's the same pieces that were there before. <laughs> Just put it back on. <laughs> but my, but th- that doesn't take away from the fact that when the fucking thing does happen, you know, like, my reaction was the same. It was just nuts. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You know? Like, oh, no. Uh. <laughs> That's good. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm loving it, man. I, I'm loving what you've done with this family, and I'm, I'm speaking as a fan and a reader, not just a, a media guy here to, you know, to get a cool story about the next big Kickstarter that's getting ready to happen. I mean, it's I, I, 
I, I'm loving it. And, you know, when uh, Inked Marketing reached out and was like, hey, do you know this Smith guy? I was like, do I know this Smith guy? Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, yeah. And, like, you know, I... I, I don't tell people this often because, you know, it's not really a... Uh, but I, with Inked being a, a sponsor, you know, I've been given the opportunity to kind of work for them as well. And that's essentially, say, bring people over to Inked Marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't actively reach out to people. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but but when someone's like, "Hey, man, Kickstarter thing," um, you know, I and you actually reached out to me about inked marketing as well. Oh, yeah, it was weird. Great. It was in the same day. It, it, it was really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were like, "Hey, what's up with this inked marketing?" I'm like, "Well, let me tell you about this inked marketing thing." Is this person talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and then Kevin's like, "Hey, do you know this Doug dude?" And I'm like, "As a matter of fact, I was just, yeah, I do." And um, so it, it worked out. It just goes to show how oddly small this community is. That's really small. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, here you are. I mean, you're you're. This is part of the the Inked Marketing NSC Roadshow tour now. I mean, this is uh, you 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 kicking off this whole podcast thing. And I mean, it's it, it's cool to see where, where where you've come and you know the, how how this thing is developed. Now you're like marketing this book fucking big time, like through a a, a real marketing agency. This Kickstarter is uh, surefire now, man. Like you 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 had something before, but now you could expect amazing things with what you know is getting ready to happen with inked marketing so i'm 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 excited for it but i once again it just shows the level of professionalism that you've developed throughout this this you know two or three year journey i guess it's been closer to probably three years now it's probably been close to three now especially from the time that we started planning the first book and everything like it was probably yeah. months before just but it, <laughs> Here you are, man. This this big Kickstarter. I want to talk about the Kickstarter, man. Trouble in Tijuana. Like, uh, what what made you? you you've been self publishing this whole time. Look at that. Then look at that fucking cover. Are you kidding me? I know this is a podcast and people can't see this shit. But oh man, oh, it's gorgeous. All oh my gosh, these these are gorgeous, man. Thanks, man. Holy shit. And just, I could tell, you know, it's weird. I could tell the quality of the book when you put them together. It felt like two pieces of cardboard. Oh, yeah. No, together. they're thick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You and I mean, here you are. You, you, you've got them printed, man. So this Kickstarter, I mean, there is no worry about this Kickstarter. It's it's done. It's there. It's it's ready to go. They just yeah. need to know how, how many to print. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Uh, it's... Again, that that's from the first one, like we didn't have uh, all the pages done by the end. And then there was like, there was only like extra four weeks or six weeks or something. There was just terrible feeling of we got to get this done. Everything's got to be perfect. Then we got to wait for like a proof copy and everything. So that takes longer. So this time it was like, let's get it done. Everything's perfect. Then we'll launch. And it was just print and ship. So, oh, yeah, man. No. Hell yeah! Well, so what? What? What made you decide to 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 go with Kickstarter on this route? Was it you know I'm tired of paying for my own goddamn book, and I think it's time, you know, or you know I I know that at this point I have a following big enough to where, you know, crowdfunding is a feasible regular thing. I mean, what was the mindset behind all this? I, I think it like that is the plan going forward. Every four or five issues, we're going to do a collected edition through Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, this one was mostly Edgar's idea because we kind of we did the first one, then we did the annual, and we did issue five. 
And he's like, man, we need to just do a standalone story. It's just solid from start to finish that we can market and people will pick it up and then they'll be like, oh, there's a series as well. And then hopefully they'll just follow this book over to the series and then we can just keep keep going with the series. So that's basically what we did. We just came up with like a, what we thought would just be a fun, basically feel like an animated movie or something like a, yeah, that you go and see that's way better. And so we just put everything into it and it turned out really awesome. So at first I was like, man, I really want to just keep going with the series. Like we finally, we have the ball rolling and stuff. And Edgar's like, no, man, this will be a good like palate cleanser or whatever. So yeah. And he turned out, it turned out he was right. Like this is, probably the best book we've made so far it's it's pretty man it really is it, it's so pretty it pops every single page pops it's uh even those colors man like I, i'm a, i'm a sucker for bright vivid colors and that's that's got it holy shit or like the covers is what i mean to say it's just amazing uh, all the insides like that too like it's just uh where's the one like, that page is just nuts. oh man and the whole book's full of stuff like that. Like, he just, Victor went above and beyond. And it's like, I'm not Alan Moore. I don't give the, the full page description of what I want the panel to look like. It's like, Graceland jumps out a window. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's terrible, right? And then, like, Victor comes back and it's like a cityscape and she's on her scooter and she's got the puppy on her shoulder. And it's just like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> this is why I don't like to give the artist too much direction because yeah they're the artists so just let them <laughs> and it seems to work out really well especially with certain artists and yeah you just explain to them what's going on and you could see it in their head like oh yeah <laughs> i know what's happening <laughs> right right well see and it, it works out for you too because you have enough to worry about because you're a dialogue man you are you you love your dialogue dude and you're it's it's all of it's necessary too like i, I love the way you do dialogue you know you you give people <laughs> their, their money's worth for sure um <laughs> that's for damn sure because it's it, it's meaty content you know it's it's like a kevin smith type of dialogue there's just a lot to be said and it's back and forth real well and real sharp very sharp very very sharp so i mean when, when you have all of that to worry about you know, you, you don't want to have to worry about laying out the visual scene as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's nice that you, you you have an artist that just kind of gets it. And yeah, I mean, it's it, it works amazingly well in here, man. It does. There's nothing is out of place. Like the scenes always work. There's never a, I don't quite understand what's going on in this panel type of situation. <laughs> And for you to just know that you're given, or for us to just know that you're just given, just, you know, jumping on a scooter. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's the fucking, like, that. it wasn't just jumping on a scooter. And I know the, the, you know, the listeners can't see what I saw, but it was this amazingly dynamic shot, um, beautifully drawn and color. I mean, there was just so much more than jumping on a scooter. His panels yeah. are crazy. Like the more I look at them, the more I notice that he's got pictures from previous issues on people's desks and stuff of people and just all sorts of just things everywhere. And you just I don't know, it's crazy. I was especially like with the like looking at it on a computer at the digital ones when the panels were really big on my screen and stuff. I was noticing it then, but it's just like every panel tells like a whole bunch of stories. So it's like it's cool when you can go through a, a book and just really soak it in and just go back and keep looking at things and be like, oh, I missed that. I missed that. I missed that. 
rereadability, man. That's that's what I've. I mean, that's one of my favorite things about this book is, like I said, two years later, I can go through and revisit it and be like, oh shit, oh, yeah. I missed that. Or <laughs> I mean, even better, I missed that. You know, it's uh, uh it, it's it's good stuff, dude. It, it really is. So with Trouble and Tijuana, do you want to give a? I mean, the name's kind of in the title, I guess, is, or the, the plot's kind of in the title. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, for, for, for the listeners, do you want to give your, uh, your, your, your pitch to the people? Um, all right. Well, basically, uh, Smith is a family of supervillains, and they just went to war with the government, and one of them got hurt pretty bad. So she's in the hospital healing, and the daughter's getting a little impatient, who's Graceland. So she's telling her dad, Dad, we got to do something. I'm like, I'm bored. I want to go on vacation. And somehow, I don't know how Grayson came to this conclusion, but her and the robot want to go to Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack's like, all right. Her, I, I think it's something about the swimming pool is what, she, what her reason is. It's got more water slides than anywhere else. Yeah. And we're going to Tijuana. But anyway... They're basically all three of them in the family are on the top 10 most wanted list. So Ugh. as you can tell, you can't really take a vacation after that. So Jack, he uh, tends to get a little bit drunk on his vacation. He wanders off. And uh, next thing you know, the federalities, <laughs> they're noticing him. Like, wow, that guy looks pretty familiar. So Jack ends up getting arrested. And uh, basically the issue is just about... Graceland, uh, the federalities are coming after her, but she's got to get her dad back. So it's basically the the world's smartest supervillain daughter taking on the Mexican police, and it's just oh, man. chaos in downtown Tijuana from there on out. Uh, I one can only imagine, especially if you you know you're familiar with this family at all and the <laughs> fucking shit that they get into. But uh, uh, like I said, I I couldn't read it. I couldn't because I didn't want to spoil anything, but I flipped through it and just, just from some of the images, you know, like you get the big old doobie being rolled up and everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. You go on to Tijuana. There's, there's going to be some, uh, all right. All right. I, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome stuff, man. All of this. Um, well, basically the message, the feeling of the story we were going for was the police were like, all right, we'll take out the dad. And then it was the rest of the family falls. But then they find out that not taking on the daughter without the dad there holding her back is actually like it's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I can't wait to properly find out. I mean, is when we're done talking, I'm gonna read this thing. I promise you, man. I promise. Um, you I'm, have uh, kids, don't you? I do. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I've uh, a lot's changed in the last two years, man. Um, <laughs> in the last two years, I grew a six-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh, nice. um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I found. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been a lucky guy. Been a lucky guy. So um, I know it's the book uh, that with if people have kids, usually like especially dads and stuff, when they're reading it, they're just like, "Fuck oh, yeah!" <laughs> no, it's it's it hits me that much more now for sure. Because when I first read this, I mean, nah, I, I, there were no kids in my life, but now it's it, it changes it's different, you, and it changes you for certain types of stories where you're just Holy like, before shit. you just watch them, now you're just like. She better be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. Like, I start picturing myself, like, fuck, what if I were Jack right now? <laughs> you, know, you know, like, how the fuck would I feel if, you know, uh, yeah, man. And that's, and that, that's testament to your writing as well. You know, you can't just place, you know, any dad in any comic that has to do with the dad and be like, oh, shit, I know how that feels. No, you have to have some sort of, 
you know, a weight to your writing and, you know, the, the attachment to it as well. And it's, it's there, man. It, it really is. It's, it's so well done. I, I, I can't express enough. I don't want to say the word proud, but just <laughs> excited I am for you on how much you've, you've grown and developed as a, as a writer and creator and just like, ah, uh, the, the, the quality of your work, it's, it, it's phenomenal, man. And I need the listeners to know this because I, uh, I'm pretty sure I had at least a couple of listeners back when I had like four listeners for your, <laughs> your first campaign. <laughs> um, I, I had, I, I had a couple of people, uh, get on, uh, on yeah. this for sure. And I, 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 I'm pretty sure they're still there. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that they're still there, but I, we, we need more now. It's a new uh, generation. I and, for sure. They're just like, man, I'm so glad Brian talked about you and never would have found it. Otherwise. Like, oh yeah. Thanks man. I am too. <laughs> oh, to that you. cool, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm just happy for you, man. I'm happy for this book. I'm happy that now that it's on Kickstarter, it's going to have a much broader audience because Kickstarter comics, it's not just, a. Uh, I'm gonna try it thing now. It's 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 a real life publisher. It's just a matter of time before you know Kickstarter's paying people to put the little green logo on their books as a real publisher. I, I'm calling Isn't it like now. five or ten percent or something of books now are through Kickstarter. Like I thought it was like it's an actual percentage now. It's like starting to really carry some weight. I I don't know the numbers, but I believe those numbers. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it, it's insane. I mean, uh, most of the people that come on the show now, they're like, hey, I got a... Or most of the people emailing me, like, I got a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, the big names. Like, I just, uh, you know, I, I had a 90-minute conversation with Monty Michael Moore launch in a Kickstarter yesterday. Wow. It's like, dude, you're Monty Michael Moore. What are you doing on a Kickstarter? But now <laughs> I, you can't say that. You can't have that tone now. Like, what are you doing on Kickstarter? Now it's like, fucking, it's, he's on Kickstarter too. What? You know, because that's that's the thing to do, and it's it's proven so successful, yeah. so successful for indie creators, and and gets eyes uh, on you know publishers. Publishers start you know seeing these things. You know, yeah. when they start seeing a what? What's that? It's a berserk or whatever it was called. Like Holy Bonhoeff? shit! Yeah. What? Yeah. No, that's insane. Like that's a whole different level of what I just <laughs> did. Like, that's nuts. Well, yeah, and then um, they had launched it afterwards. Like their Kickstarter was huge, and then they relaunched it again when they dropped it in shops, and that was like another six hundred thousand copies or something. So it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, like six hundred fifty thousand copies, I think, is what that what that sold, and that's that's just the first print. It's yeah. on a third printing right now. Yeah, um, you're already going for like one hundred fifty bucks for the foil or something ridiculous. It's just like, is that what it's going for? I'm, yeah, because. I heard they underprinted it again. So there's like they they did. Everybody got allotted three thousand or something. Or, uh, so. Yeah, most most people got allotted. Uh, I, I I'm gonna. I hope I'm not jinxing myself by saying this out loud. But I get lucky a lot of times uh, with with my shop being the world's largest comic book store. Yeah. When books get allotted like that, a lot of times they're just like, eh, we'll just give Mile High what they want. <laughs> so. But for uh, on the flip side of that, they don't order a lot of extras. They really just order for their pre-orders. So uh, the advantage, I mean, it, it kind of works to my advantage in both ways. You know, I mean, if, if they did order a thousand copies, like a lot of people tried to order, they wouldn't get a thousand copies, obviously. Um, but being that you know, I order like six, and there's probably five other people that you know ordered it. Uh, pre-ordered it because nobody fucking pre-orders their books. Everybody just shows into that shop expecting their stuff, you know, to be on the shelf. 
It's part of the reason I, uh, drives me nuts. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, who knows? I'm, I'm, I got lucky with the second printing. You know, I got everything I ordered with the second, and it was you a lot of two. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it's it. Uh, it's crazy right now, though. And that's a Kickstarter book. Is the whole point of all that? I know, right? It's a fucking Kickstarter book. Yeah. <laughs> people are paying stupid money for it. You know, it's. Uh, well, the amount of people that probably brought to Kickstarter is awesome. Like, I, there's so many people who are so split about it. It's like, man, I don't like. As long as it's a good quality and it's bringing people to Kickstarter, it's good. Like, it, if it's trash, you don't want it on there. But if it's good and it's bringing people in, like. Yeah, that's not publishers are picking up books, you know, a lot of, you know, people don't have to go through the grueling process of submitting and rejecting with their books. Now, a lot of times people or publishers would be like, we saw what you did on Kickstarter. And that's boom, it, right? like uh, people should get mad at people for putting on shitty Kickstarters or poor quality ones. Don't get mad at big names bringing good quality stuff like that's what you want. You don't want crappy Kickstarters that discourages people from ordering like. That's right. the kind of stuff you want to weed out. People have ass in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there, and you know, I I I, I was kind of on the fence about you know it specifically being um uh what's his fa- how did I forget his name Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this guy doesn't need to. It, it wasn't. I, I looked at it the wrong way. I wasn't looking at what it was doing for Kickstarter. I looked at it like, why the fuck does this guy want our money? Whoa. to put out this book and that but then when i saw what it did for kickstarter i was like okay i can't be mad at this guy now man he did something great for this fucking industry yeah i don't he wasn't after the kickstarter money right like i think someone explained to me later on it was like he wants to own the franchise from start to finish like he's going to own yeah. the franchise with basically a character who is him he's going to yeah. take that to netflix they're going to make it he doesn't have to pay royalties to anyone else like that's what he was after yeah it works <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I looked at it like i said i just i was sour out of at first because i just saw everything you know skin surface but then when i realized the 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 motives behind it i couldn't help but respect it oh yeah and i'm also the like one of maybe 11 people on the planet that isn't a giant keanu reeves fan <laughs> you know i think out of everything he's done there's maybe like four scenes in his entire career i was like that was cool Have you not you know, i'm just I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i'm just not a fan of his i think he's an awesome person sure i don't doubt him i don't hate him i just I don't understand the appeal to his work. So when he's like, I'm doing a comic book. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's all. It was just my own personal, like, I don't get the, but I I can't hate him now. I can't hate this chick now, isn't he? I have no idea. Yeah, I thought he, like everyone was making fun of him for dating someone his own age. And I was like, oh, Keanu, you weirdo. And it's just like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? (laughs) So I figured he's just like, hey man, make a comic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh man see this is this is what happens when you get sunk into nerd culture <laughs> you get nerd tendencies where you're just like ah, not my Keanu and not my industry uh, now you have to be open to this shit people and look at it now I mean it's it's I can't deny it I can't deny it you know I, I'm sitting here buying second and third printings of the fucking book <laughs> right? so I mean, yeah. and you're one of the ones driving it up <laughs> yeah yeah, I am. I am. It's uh, uh, 
but I don't know, man. It, it, it's it, it's fun shit. My point is, is that Smiths is also one of these Kickstarter books with this uh, with, with the potential to blow the fuck up as well. It's it's in the audience's you know eyes now. It's it, it has the potential for everybody, not just the people in Red Deer and then the people like me that. You know, reached out to you two years ago that you send copies to across the border you know well, i mean that is the plan like eventually to be successful i have to grow outside of red deer <laughs> <laughs> but but to be fair when 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 you're a celebrity in your own town and you never leave the town i mean you're still i mean what what's the difference hey, that is that is i mean <laughs> i mean if, if you never leave the area that you're celebrated i mean how you're always gonna feel celebrated so you know i'm just I understand. Don't leave in Detroit. <laughs> Anything he wants there, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man, Doug, dude, this is this has been amazing. Um, I can't wait for this Kickstarter to ramp up. Uh, I'm gonna be blasting this like a son of a bitch. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, it's it's currently as, as we speak now. It's not currently live. Uh, coming soon. Um, but I know that. Uh, do you have any stretch goals in mind for this? And any any anything? Um, I think the first one we have is twenty five hundred. We're teaming up with the We Are the Crazy Guys, and we're okay. PDFs. And then we're doing some posters and stuff later on. Got some nice. trading cards. Do you have any ideas for any stretch goals? Oh man! Oh, oh man! Um, uh, <laughs> shit! What the? Let me get back to that on that because I can get kind of creative. Like I, I, I think it's always cool to incorporate something specific with the with the book. Like I don't know, maybe like a family photo or something like uh, that. Like a postcard like a, from Tijuana. Ah, see, see things like that, you know. Um, maybe like a digital PDF of a photo album or something of like the family, like a growing up type of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Just little (laughs) things like that. I'm just spitballing here, man. I'm just spitballing here. Give me five minutes. I'll have, (laughs) but, uh, dude, I, I think the sky's the limit with this family though, because there's just so much to it. I mean, exactly. you've got fucking gadgets and shit. You know, you could do like a, a keychain or something. I don't know how, like a fucking 3D printer or something. Like, I don't know. A uh, keychain of one of her little gadgets. I don't know. There's there's a million different things. Uh, the, 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 I, I, I don't know. It just kind of depends on your resources. But, oh, see, you got me going. You get Ask me <laughs> to give you an idea, man. Ask me to give an idea. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I can't stop. I love this shit. It's because I'm attracted to the content. I am. Well, that stuff's so much fun, though. It's like planning it all. It's like, oh, wouldn't this be cool? Like, yeah, we could totally do that. It's just like right? bouncing ideas back and forth. It's one of the yeah, things man. Sweet. Sweet. Ah, fucking blueprints of gadgets. It's all, ah, it's all just. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Doug. <laughs> This is this has been amazing. Oh, how we've grown in the past couple of years. <laughs> oh, you too, man. You have like a show every three days or something. No, it seems like. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I, I I put out a lot of content, man. I do, and it's it's just testament to how much I love this shit. <laughs> you know, I I I I got to the point where I was putting out too much, and I was just yeah. oversaturating everything, so I had to separate it a little bit. But um, I. I I put out as much as I can, as much that makes sense, at least. So it's a. It's important to know like the difference between quantity and quality, though, right? Yes. Like, the three days is way better than seven of just like. 
fuck did I say? Or what was I talking about? Or just yeah. you get too rushed, you forget things, you make dumb mistakes. And... Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's <laughs> the, the 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 growth is the point, man. The the, the growth in which we've uh, kind of both developed. It's cool talking to you as somebody that I mean, you you were one of the first people I ever talked to professionally, man, and. This is it's it's neat revisiting things and uh, it's been cool catching up and well uh, we're gonna have to do this more than once every couple of years man let's let's we're, you put out enough content so let's uh let's make this a, 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 a at least once a year come on man no, uh, <laughs> it's been awesome spec show with you or something. <laughs> I like oh, <laughs> oh man! One of these days, uh, dude. I I've been dabbling in the idea of like doing revolving random co-hosts and stuff for yeah. that. So uh, I, I don't know. that could be fun, man. I have you in mind too. It's good to know that you brought that up. I'll th- I thought pop five this week. Right? <laughs> All right, man. Fucking it, here we are creating shit some more, dude. Doug. Uh, the Smiths is the book, the Nefarious Smiths, as it is known to become or become to be known. It's uh, <sighs> I love it, man. I love what you're doing. I love that you. That it seems the passion has not died; it's only grown. Uh, we're Thanks. we're gonna keep getting this. Uh, it's it truly is an amazing Saturday morning with an Adult Swim type of vibe to it, you know, because it's 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 got some fucks in there i'm not gonna lie like it, it, it talks like i talk it's, it, it talks like i talk and i think that's why i relate to it so that, much that is absolutely 100 percent from the start what i was going for man because when i watch these movies with these tough guys and they say shit like frigid air i'm just like i can't watch the show anymore i'm sorry i'm just like who the fuck talks like that like I, yeah i don't know puny yeah. little guys that talk like that let alone a character who's in a stressful situation and still watching his mouth like yeah yeah Uh, i I don't think swearing has to be in everything like i'm fine with pixar cartoons and stuff but certain things it it takes me out of it if there's something blowing up somebody is naturally saying fuck there's a nun saying fuck (laughs) if there's something blowing up next to her i'm sorry it's just it's it's what it's there for (laughs) that's what that word's there for Oh man, dude, uh, we'll be in touch, man. I can't wait till the next time. And uh, the Nefarious Miss, once again, people find it on Kickstarter. Um, Doug, we'll oh. talk soon, brother. Oh, what you got? Uh, the Comic Machine, man. That's the other thing that we're gonna. Oh do. yes, the Comic Machine. Check we have to out, talk right? about this. Yes, yes. Um, I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You send me all the information you can about this. The comic machine, for the listeners, I want to give a quick rundown. This is the coolest way to read a digital comic. I, I actually got to experience Trouble in Tijuana through the comic machine. And it, it's, I mean, it literally flows. Yeah. And it's so smooth. And it's, it's not, you know, you read a page and you're scrolling. Like, you get a panel. You get, you get the bit of the scene that you need. It's scene by scene. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Not page by page, not panel by panel, scene by scene. So it's uh, it, it's so oh, yeah. amazing. And when you yeah. shot this to me, I was blown the fuck away. Oh, me too. Arthur sent it to me, like the, the guy who asked us if we want to participate in it. And at first I was thinking it was just like Kongsology or just like a PDF or whatever. And like you said, just page to page. And then, yeah, there's just the small little animations and stuff that he worked in there and yeah. The title exploding and blowing up and popping out. I was just like, this is really cool. Like, 
So I've read this book so many times. It's like when you edit it, it's like hard to like flip through it sometimes because you're just like, Ugh. but this thing, I was just like clicking like, oh man, what's the next page going to do? And I was just like re-excited again. It was really cool. Hell yeah. Um, now, is this something that's mainstream or is this like in beta mode or? Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's beta right now. It's like a okay. startup out of Toronto, he was telling me. So they're just, okay. it. it's, it's free and everything. Okay. Like anybody uh, doing Kickstarters and stuff, it's just really cool. You can go in there and add your comic as basically like a little panel by panel, borderline animated comic. Or it's basically the sky's the limit because it's all up to you, right? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Just asked us to be just to offer it as part of our Kickstarter. Everyone who gets a PDF also gets this. So we were like, That's, yeah, man, totally. The, the comic yeah. machine. The comic machine. This yeah, is. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna really check this out. This. It, it's. It's groundbreaking stuff. Oh, I think so too, man. Like the guy showed me, and I was just like going off. I was like, man, this would be perfect for like kids comics with things like Dogman. Like it's so fun. And get, oh my god, yeah. Gets kids into reading, and like I, there's so much potential there. And they said if it does pick up, they're gonna add way more features. Like the one I kept saying was, you guys need sound. Like if you could add a score to these books or something. Oh shit. Yeah, and explosions or just bullets, like just little things. Like, what, yeah, what, what kind of file format are these in? Are they like an MP4 or, I mean, no, because an MP4 would just play. Like these are interactive to where you have to touch and really scroll. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, like I said, I've never seen anything like it. No, neither. Uh, this is all new. Like It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, uh, I... I wish I could describe it better, cause I don't. But I don't have anything to compare. I know that's just it. Go to thecomicscene.com and check it out. Like, there's a whole bunch of free ones, but like, I'd I'd love to see this get pushed. Like, there's so many books I'd like to read this way. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna reach out to these guys myself. Actually, I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna bend their ear. This is. Oh man, he probably loves good stuff. Because they're trying to find ways to like promote it and stuff right now. So definitely reach out, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. All about it. I'm glad you remembered to bring that up. That would have sucked because it would five seconds later be like, ah, fuck, because <laughs> we were so pumped about this beforehand. <laughs> we just fell into the Smiths. But well, all week I've been like showing everybody, like, hey, check this out. Check out these people made. I'm just like, go away, though. Well, that is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so badass, man. Well, Doug, I'm gonna let you enjoy the rest of your Sunday, sir. And um, I, I appreciate you doing this on a Sunday. I think this is the first time I've ever actually done this on a sunday myself this is kind of weird um <laughs> but um I'm, I'm i'm so happy i did it i i, I am I, this is it was great catching up dude and i i really truly look forward to the next time and uh, i'll can uh, you know i'm not I'm, i don't have to say it i'm gonna continue to follow all this stuff man you force me you send it to me in the mail i just get cool <laughs> smith shit that shows up randomly from canada and it's it's amazing it makes my day every time so yeah. Hey man, that's what we make it for is people to enjoy it so hell yeah people enjoy it it's like, yes <laughs> right on brother well you stay safe out there man and we'll you chat soon okay take so, care, cheers bro. brother i'm harrison and i'm jordan and, and we're, we're the green freedom podcast. podcast do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on podchaser of, of course, course you, you do. do wait wait is that us did you check that comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'd that was, that was <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, there you have it. Another creator has been cornered. Episode 313 in the books. Um, yeah, man. How about that Doug, huh? How about that Doug? I, I always have a blast talking to the dude um, on and off the mic. He's, uh, he's, he's just a hell of a dude. Hell of a dude. Um, back the Nefarious Smiths on Kickstarter. Trouble and Tijuana. I'm telling you, you guys didn't see what I was looking at, what I have been looking at, or maybe you have been on Kickstarter while you're while while, while you're listening to this. That, that's that's wise, right? Uh, unless you're driving, don't do that. That's that's stupid. Uh, but um, yeah, man, I just I I really do urge you. This, this this book needs to get out to the masses. You know, not just the uh, not just the, the the couple of people that he reaches out to. He's such a modest, humble guy. He really is. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. All right. So that's it. That's it. Remember, uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts if that's well, if that's not where you listen. Do it for just a second. Leave five star reviews. Uh, the reviews are very kind. I appreciate that. Keep those kind reviews coming in, um, or anywhere else you can rate a podcast for that matter, including Podchaser. And while you're at Podchaser, remember to join or, or like and follow the Apocalypse List because apparently. You like podcasts, right? Um, probably not just comic book podcasts. There's a billion of them out there. Actually, I think there's a was it like a two million now or something like that. But uh, yeah, um, <coughs> excuse me. Head on over to Podchaser, like the Apocalypse. It's like the Apocalypse, but with pods. Mm. And um, you know what? That's uh, I think that's gonna do it. Remember, find all of the content on CheersToComics.com. You're now one-stop shop. That's a thing now. Pretty proud of that. And um, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. Remember, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane. Mm. Hello, and welcome. My name is Terry Mayo. I'm a comic book creator, registered nurse, amateur proctologist, and expert in the paranormal. It is that expertise that brings me here today. In all my travels through the unknown, only one case continues to haunt me to this day. That is the case, buddy. Buddy.
It is a case so frightening, it's been kept hidden until now. With the help of fellow comic book creators, artist Dave Schwartz and letterer Zinn, that the true story of Buddy can finally be told to all of you. Buddy number one is a whopping 30 pages, beautifully printed on premium paper. Each physical issue will come bagged, boarded, and signed by writer-creator Terry Mayo. Every backer of the physical tier will receive the rewards in sturdy comic book mailers, with the expectation that Buddy will be ready to arrive at all backers' homes by late August. Buddy follows the misadventures of an utterly unassuming hero named Buddy. Buddy is a simple pug who is content to wake up, pee, eat, chase birds, fall asleep, repeat. That is until a doorway to evil enters his home. Buddy is told from the point of view of the household pets, and in a nutshell, it's like Milo and Otis meets The Exorcist. It's a humorous take on the demonic possession genre, and in its own little way is a story the whole family will enjoy. Assuming your family is as twisted as mine. There are several tiers available with variant covers, enamel pins, die cut stickers, buddy trading cards, and more. For the very bravest among you, we also have original artwork commissions and original page art from the very first issue of Buddy. We even offer backers the chance to be drawn and featured in future issues of the Buddy Saga. So please, Help us get the exciting story of Buddy out to the masses by supporting the Kickstarter and telling every soul you know about it. The world might just depend on it. Please support the Kickstarter. Blah.